Good morning. Today is Wednesday, December 9th, 2020. At the beginning of our Parsha, Vayeshev, Yaakov instructs his son Yosef, who's a young man, a teenager. He says to him, your brothers are with the flocks in Shechem. Go there and see how they are. Find out how they're doing and then bring me back a report of how they're doing. So Yosef listened to his father and he went to Shechem, but he did not find his brothers. However, there was a man, a man found him looking around like he was lost and said, what are you looking for? And Yosef said, I'm looking for my brothers who are guiding their flocks. By any chance, do you know where they are? And so this man says, they left. They actually went to a different place. They went to a place called Dosan. And Yosef left that area to go to Dosan to find his brothers. Now we know the rest of the story. He does find his brothers. They plot first to kill him. Then they plot to sell him. That ends up with Yosef in Mitzrayim in Egypt. He is then there when the famine comes after he has been a slave and been mistreated to become the second in command and to be able to save not only Egypt, but also his entire family from this famine. And because of that, eventually the entire family goes down to Egypt, which leads to the entire persecution and exile of the Jewish people in Egypt, all of which would not have been possible with this ish, with this man who said they went that away. Had that man not been there, Yosef would have listened to his father. He would have gone to Shechem like his father told him. He would have looked for his brothers. He would not have found them. And he would have come home. And he would have said to his father, I did what you told me, but they weren't there. I couldn't find them. And I came back and nothing, the entire rest of the story would never have happened. Everything happens. The whole story of not only this Parsha, next Parsha, the, the next book of the Torah, the rest of the Torah, but all of Jewish history only happens because of this one man. Who is this man? Torah doesn't tell us who he is. Nowhere else in the Torah is anything mentioned about him. Who is this man? Rashi says he was a malach. He was an angel. He was an angel that was sent by God to guide Yosef because this is the plan that God had him mind. Yosef had to meet the brothers in order for the whole plan to unfold. And therefore Hashem sent a malach, an angel, in the, in the disguise of a man to lead Yosef to have the story evolve. The Ramban says something very interesting. The Ramban says it was a man. Ish, it was a man. But the Ramban says, <coughs> this is the way that God works. God sends people as his messengers 
which is like a malach. A malach is uh, not not a human, but in this case, it would have been someone disguised as a human on a, um, a task being sent by God. But human beings are also sent. It was a man. And this man had no idea that he was actually playing a role in some larger story. He sees some kid who's lost and he asks him a question. He happens to know the answer. He says, yeah, they went to Dosan. So he tells him and then he's finished. That is his role is finished. And this is an amazing insight of the Ramban that a person can be a malach. A person can be sent by God without their knowledge for some specific purpose to achieve something in God's plan and the person may never realize it. And we need to be open to the possibility that what we do in our life as it affects others is actually as an agent, as a messenger from God to achieve some part of God's plan. And when someone appears in our life, we need to be open to the possibility that maybe that person was a malach sent by God. Yes, in human, a human being in this case, but to achieve something, to give us something, to put something into place. So let me give you an example of this. This is an incredible story that I heard from Rabbi Shlomo Riskin. And the story goes like this. Story was told by an Israeli pilot who was in the IDF. And in the years just after the Six Day War, Syria began dangerous provocations against Israel. And so this pilot was sent on a mission. And the mission is that he was supposed to fly over Aleppo, which is in central Syria, and he was supposed to fly very, very low at supersonic speed as a warning. As a warning, we're here, we could do whatever we want, our Air Force is superior, knock off the, the, the starting up with us, just calm things down. And so he did this mission. He flew very, very low over the center of Aleppo, supersonic speeds, and he carried out his mission. He came home safely and his mission was successful. After that, things were quiet on the Syrian front. Okay. 10 years later, this same pilot was driving from Haifa to Tel Aviv and he saw a soldier, a young soldier, and he picked up the soldier to give him a ride. They started to talk. And this young soldier tells him that in fact, he is from Syria and his family was from Syria. They lived in Aleppo for centuries and centuries until one day they decided they had to leave. They had to make Aliyah and they walked 
on foot. They walked from Aleppo to Israel and they made Aliyah the previous year and now he's in the IDF. So the older pilot <laughs> is uh, pretty amazed at this story and he says to him, what prompted that you should decide to leave Syria specifically at that time and, and under such haste and with such urgency that you had to walk all the way. It's, it's hundreds of miles to walk from Aleppo to, to Israel. So this young pilot, this young soldier tells him the following story. He says, it was just after my bar mitzvah. And one night there was an Israeli plane and it flew over the business section of Aleppo, very close to our home. And it flew very low and it was so loud because it was a supersonic boom. The boom, first of all, scared everybody to death. And second of all, it broke the glass of all of the stores and homes facing the main road. The, the plane flew parallel to the main road and blew out the windows of every building along this road. Nobody was hurt, but everyone was afraid and everyone understood this was the IDF. And it was a miracle. This was the miracle because of all the damage that was done, only the Syrian owned businesses and homes were damaged. But all of the Jewish businesses and homes were untouched. And we were all living together. It was the same neighborhood. And so my family and several of the other families, we took this as a sign from heaven that this is a message from God that we should get out of there, that this is not our place, that we should move to Israel. And a group of families decided that night, we're making Aliyah, we're walking, no, no delays. And they made Aliyah, they reached Israel. Now, there are two facts that need to be inserted into this story. The first fact is that at that time in Aleppo, where, and there was a sizable Jewish community then, the Syrians did not allow any Jews on the main street. The main street was reserved for Syrians. Jews had their homes and their stores on the side streets. So when this plane came down parallel to the main street, very low and blew out all the windows, it only blew out the windows of the main street. It didn't blow out the windows of the side street. Now that had the effect that it was only the Syrians' windows that were blown out, not the windows of the Jews. But this boy and his family and everybody else there didn't realize that. They didn't realize that there was a logical reason why only Syrian windows blew out and Jewish windows did not. They took it as a sign and they followed it as a sign. And that pilot was a malach. He did not know he was a malach. 
He did not know that there was a deeper reason for his mission beyond the military strategy, that it was also in order to encourage a group of Jews who would very soon be in a situation of danger to escape before that danger and get to Israel. He didn't know he was a Malach. And the people in Syria, the Jews in Syria, did not even realize who this Malach was or how it had happened. But that's what the Ramban is teaching us. This pilot was a Malach nonetheless. He played a role, an unwitting role, in convincing and facilitating a group of Jews moving from Aleppo to Israel and being safely relocated into Israel. There are angels all around us. We are angels. We are acted upon by angels. Just like the angel, this Malach, this unidentified person that speaks to Yosef. God uses us to set in motion his plan. And we need to keep in mind, when someone suddenly appears and does something for us and changes the course of our life, or when we act in someone's life and we may not even realize the effect that we have or the impact that we have, that's God acting, sending his angels to take care of every one of us. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.